Was looking forward to being important But I'm not important yet skip to the good part welcome everyone to the upbeat stash podcast i'm your host uppy uh good to be back uh with me as always uh mr dependable we have dodger dodger how are you tired happy though yeah yeah if you would ask me a week ago at this time i would have said the same thing mm-hmm. um also joining us uh is mrs uppy mrs uppy how are you I'm fantastic. Thank you. She's here begrudgingly. She insists mm-hmm. she's not part of this, but she is. Three but she's coming. here. She's here. She's here. So, Miss Abby, I'll start with you. What are you drinking tonight? Um, I have my Cali Squeeze Lemon Chill. Nice. So what has been your? Because uh, nice. I think it's better. What has been your drink of choice lately? Uh, the Cali Creamin. The Kelly Cream and uh, Cream Ale by Mother Earth Brewing. It's mm. delicious. I'm surprised he's not drinking it right now because we have one can left. I think I have to make my way savoring it. it. I yeah, to she's savoring it. it. Yeah, I think I got a trip to Rayleigh's in my future tomorrow. Um, Dodger, uh, you know, you said you're exhausted. Are you drinking anything? Are you so tired? Yeah. The beast never rests. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I'm drinking. Uh, I got vodka mixed with a little uh, purple Gatorade Zero. Um, oh, yeah. Fantastic combination. Got some popcorn here. Um, I'll give you a little tidbit. I, I'll walk you through my night. Okay, please. So all day at work, not hungover, but I have like that anxiety. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't feel the physical effects of a hangover, but I have like anxiety the entire time. Get home, immediately make myself a drink just because I'm, I'm tired. It's been like a long week. Not to deal with my anxiety, but um, I start feeling like weird. Like I feel like I can feel the effects of alcohol, and I still feel like that anxiety, which doesn't really ever happen. Felt like low energy. I just felt weird. So I made this popcorn about ten minutes ago, thinking maybe it'll give me some energy. Usually, when I get on the podcast, I just feel better as it is. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling pretty good now. Good. This good. is good. Yeah, this is good. Hey, uh, before we move on, I just want to say great work last week. Um, I finally got to show out uh, Thursday night. Um, that's when I finally had time to settle down. And Because um, when I'm not here to help record, I actually have to, like, listen to the whole recording. Because um, when we're here, I can, like, we're here. Like, if, if we screw up somehow and name drop someone's actual proper name, I'll know to listen to it because it happened in the first, like, whatever. Um, but when I'm not here, I don't know what happened. So I kind of am obligated to listen to the whole thing. But, you know, you guys did a great I job. I tried to take notes. I've never seen how it shows up on a recording. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if there was a timer. But um, I tried to take notes on, like, and make marks on if we, like, messed anything up. But mm-hmm. I, I don't think anything messed up. No. No, it was good. Oh. Okay, that's good. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it was fantastic. It, it kind of an awkward situation for me. I had to stay up late enough to make sure you had the Zoom code, 
because we we learned back over summer when you went to record a show with Stash when I was at a concert that because you've never logged into our Zoom, it was going to need a code. Um, at that time, I'm like, because in my mind, I'm like, well, I have to stay up late enough for him to get the code, which for me, where I was, was 1230 in the morning. And that two and a half hour, so by the time I got to my hotel, returned my rental car, got back to the hotel, it was about 10 p.m. I had like two and a half hours to kill, and I'm like, I'm just like walking laps around yeah. like hotel room. Just I'm one of those people, like if I, if I can stay on my feet, I'm good. The second I like rest, I'm gone. Um, but I like toyed with the idea. I was like, well, if I'm going to have to stay up long enough to give him this code, I might as well just record the damn podcast. But I promise you this, within five minutes of us talking, to make sure you have the code and knew to record to the cloud, whatever, I was out within like five minutes. Because I was, I was like, going to say, when I called you, you sounded super awake. You were <laughs> way, like, you were like, hey, hi, what's up, dude? What's up, man? <laughs> hey. Yeah, I was That's asleep great, in like five minutes. Because I was like, the second I hit the bed, I was out. I'm like, because like, I'm not sure how far back I should go, but like that Saturday, let's rewind back to Friday a little bit. Um, I was at the Hall of Justice recording in Dayville Friday night. And then afterwards, uh, Ryan and Brent and I went out to a bar to do karaoke. And I'm not a singer. I'm not going because I want to sing karaoke. I'm just going because my friends are going. Um, No big deal. Coincidentally, at home, this is the time in which Mrs. Uppy, for some reason, stops receiving my text messages. So you've been texting back and forth the whole time since I left home Wednesday night. At that point, after she tells me to have a good time, she stops receiving my messages for the rest of my trip. I can't explain it. We don't know why. But after I got home, we kind of hashed it out. She shut off her phone, turned it back on. All of a sudden, all those messages appeared. Anyways. And if you were to actually listen to last week's Idiotville, you would hear us discussing, well, hey, we're probably going to leave for the game at like 6 a.m., 6.30 a.m., which here at home is 3.30. I think we went to leave the bar at midnight, but I had like one more song, because at this point I've gotten okay with doing karaoke, so I had like one more song request in there. Um, I was like, well, hey, as soon as he calls me to do my last song, we'll fucking go. Well, he held on to that for fucking ever because it wasn't until one when we left. We went to Taco Bell. Sounds about right. Got some food. We get back. Mrs. Liberty is still awake, so we hang out. We're like watching a movie until like two. So we go to bed at two with the plan of being up at six. And I just, you know, like, we're 40. Brent and I are both 40. Like, these are the things where we should know better. Uh, <laughs> so we, we got out of this place. Some six. might say. Yeah, some might say. You would think. Um, so we got like three and a half hours of sleep. It, it was not pretty. And it, it was worse for me because I'm on, like, Pacific time. So, like, I could probably get by on four hours of sleep. But if it was in my own time zone, it'd be different. <clears throat> Your body's already adjusting at that point so many different times. And so I, I did like in, from Erie, Pennsylvania to Beaver Stadium is the furthest away from Beaver Stadium you can be and still be in Pennsylvania. It was a three and a half hour drive. Like it was just not, I mean, it's not a hard, difficult drive at all. It's just, it's 
it's long. But it's still three and a half hours. It's still three and a half hours. Like any way you slice it, it's still 211 miles. There's only so much you can oh. do to shorten it. <laughs> and the popo was out. So I mean, <sighs> anyways, but we did we did make it. Um, and we got into Beaver Stadium 45 minutes uh before game time, but like I'm fucking tired, I'm fucking hungover. I still am unaware at this point in time. This is up. He's getting zero of my text messages. And what makes it worse is like Penn State University is like, I mean, they call it Happy Valley for a reason. It's literally in a valley. It's in like, you're talking about the Appalachian Mountains. <laughs> so like. Heard of them? Yeah. So, I mean, they're not like the Rockies or the Sierra Nevadas, but you can't get fucking cell phone reception in them at all. Like it was difficult. Um and so which made a little bit different because like when I was at like the, the Thursday night Brown Steelers game, it was still hard getting things sent, like there were picture or video messages, but I could still get them sent. Uh at Penn State, not at all, because they still somehow, even though it was central Michigan, um, not a huge game in the grand scheme of things, they uh 106,700 people still showed up. It was fucking nuts. That sounds so amazing. The whole left, like, because I heard you guys talking about it, because, like, you did relay the message that, hey, Uppy said it was 60 at halftime or at kickoff. And it seems kind of chilly because out here, and I don't need to tell you this because you live in Arizona, but we're still hitting the 90s this week. Like, it's still, it hasn't really cooled off, really. Um, So I dressed in, like, a long sleeve tee underneath my jersey and I was wearing jeans and shoes. I was fucking swag, by the way. Right. <laughs> I was fucking miserable. Like, and I know we've talked about this on the podcast before the, there's one game we went to at Petco park in San Diego a few summers ago, pre COVID 72 degrees. You would think, Oh my gosh, lovely. 72 degree day. SoCal summer. We were fucking miserable because the sun was hot and there's no wind. That was this game, but the sun was in my face the whole fucking time. Like the whole left side of my face and my neck were like sunburnt when I came home. <laughs> hey, you know where that happened to me at? Horribly. Oakland. Oakland. Yeah. <laughs> Last year, Oakland. And it was the most. Mi- I watched Matt Chapman make an mm. error because of the sun. It was yeah. like that direct. It was like 70 degrees. Great weather. But the direct sunlight, I was like, oh, my God, this is miserable. Yeah. Mrs. Dodger almost passed out. Yeah. Like she was like, I'm dizzy. We need to move somewhere. So we walked. I told you guys a story. We walked up around the little thing. I got a denogonizer, obviously. And Mm -hmm. then um, we went to like there was no one there. It was a day game, obviously. And we went into this little uh, this little uh, like covered section where there was just a little bit of shade and we sat down mm-hmm. and like the stadium lady came up and was like, Hey, can I see your tickets? And I was like, no, she's going to, no. she feels like she's going to pass out. So we're going to sit here for a while. And she <laughs> right. went, okay. And she just walked away. It was like worse <laughs> seats than our seats. So what are you going to do? Like, it's not like you stuck down to the diamond level seats. I mean, you're like in a place. That one yeah, I should have. <laughs> <laughs> Before we go, any further, uh, I forgot to mention, uh, I am drinking tonight. I brought so over the next like month and a half, I'm gonna have a completely different random East Coast beer. But I brought this beauty home. It's from Platform Brewing in Cleveland, Ohio. It's called the Muni IPA, and it has like brownie. 
the Browns logo. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, sweet. Yeah, it, it's funny enough. It's an IPA. It totally tastes like one, but it, <laughs> it's only like it must be a session because it's only like four point nine percent. It's not like heavy at all, which probably explains why on an empty stomach and completely sleep deprived, I had three of these, a Bud Light, and a margarita <laughs> on an empty stomach, and was not shit faced. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I'm drinking. Then from here on out, it's gonna be a lot of random stuff from like New Trail or Rusty Rail Brewing in uh, Pennsylvania. But nice. Um, I, I I wanted to do this one because I was at that Thursday night football game last week, and the Browns won, and it was a good time. And uh, I somehow made it. I somehow you had a fucking football filled week, man. Yeah, like Beardo mentioned, we went to the week two uh, Seahawks Niners game that Sunday, and I, I, I now granted, yes, the the Seahawks are heart garbage, but I thought, hey, it's a rivalry game. There should be good energy. Like it should be like really amped up. But no, it, I, and I don't know if it was the weather or the fact that the Seahawks were hot garbage, or it was never really a game. Like, I think that game was 27-7, 27, 27 it, Either way, like, the only points Seattle scored was off a block kick that they ran back for a touchdown. Was that the game where Trey Lance got a compound fracture? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. What was that like? You know, um, Beardo and I were in line for the first time to get some food and drink. Shocker. Uh, because as it worked out, we got there right about at the time it was there wasn't much time between us getting in and the game starting, so we kind of hung around for a little bit. Um, the trailing injury actually helped assist us in not missing more time. So by the time we got back to our seats, he was being carted off, but like no one really. Oh, knew. No. And I, because at oh. first I, I saw the cart driving away and I actually didn't know who it was until I saw number 10 in there. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> it was Trey Lance. And then we find out, like, by the end of the game, we find out it was a really significant injury and, you know, Trey Lance is fucked. But um, for the no, little. No more community, going to the strip clubs after the games. Right. <laughs> we, well, at least he's got an ADA, ADA accessible seat now. So there's that. So um, the law will make it easier for him to uh anyways uh because we were in one of the end zones like i can tell you directionally which end zone it was yeah. but at least how it felt in our little area of the stadium i i would feel as though the overwhelming majority were much happier with jimmy g being in the game i think there's more that's kind of that's what i saw in line yeah I and mean, well people online seem to all agree that jimmy g gives them the better chance to when I just didn't know how it would feel like being amongst 70,000 other Niners fans. Yeah. But at least where we were, it seemed like it was over. I mean, no, nothing against Trey Lance and uh, hopefully he has a good full recovery, but they seemed more comfortable with Jimmy G being their QB, despite his limitations that we're all aware of. I even Sounds talked like to my coworkers um, the day after the game and you know, one of them, he said, it just felt, it feels more right having Jimmy in there than Trey. Like, it just feels right. And I don't I know. believe that 100%. And I think that's because we've already had him, so it just feels more normal. 
or you know what it is but we know he's a decent lady he's not perfect but we know we're gonna get satisfied (laughs) (laughs) the thing with jimmy is that it's like i feel like that that comfort that you get when it's like an older quarterback like it's almost like um like matt ryan going to um indianapolis when you had like Carson Wentz before Carson Wentz has been like a, I don't know his entire career. No, right. it's like Matt Ryan. He's like 83 years old, but you're more comfortable <laughs> with him because he's going to be more consistent mm. with Jimmy. It's not really like that. Like he's very streaky. He's not that consistent at all. No, Very handsome. I'll give him that, but yeah. not, not very consistent when it comes to playing football. So it's like weird, but at the same time, you still understand completely like, Trey Lance hasn't really shown a lot of anything to be excited about. No, like, I, I, and I'm not sure if I said this on the podcast before. So if I have, I apologize for our 12 listeners for repeating myself. Yeah, 13, 13, 13 to 17. We did get 17 last week. Um, You're welcome. It seems as if, if Trey Lance isn't getting some random ass 75 yard touchdown pass, which is mostly yak yards anyways, mm-hmm. they're not scoring. It's either an 80 yard random ass touchdown or nothing. And you can't rely on getting four 80 yard touchdowns a game. Like you just can't. There's no management with a quarterback like that. There's no, the NFL is different. Like we talked about this right before we started recording. I'm not a huge fan of the NFL because it's so boring. The reason that it's so boring is because everything is known down to it. It's a science. That's mm. why the great quarterbacks don't have to be guys with strong arms. They don't have to be guys that are that throw the ball accurate. When you can manage a game and read everything, you do your research. Mm-hmm. That's what makes a good quarterback. I mean, that's what makes, I mean, a quarterback with maybe not a lot of skill, a great quarterback. Tom Brady, Probably the greatest quarterback of all time. Not the most skilled guy. Doesn't have a bomb of of an arm. Has a has a good arm. Obviously, Mm -hmm. throws a good ball. But he can dice defense like fucking Jeffrey Dahmer. You know what I mean? Like it's it's like, and a guy like Trey Lance, you can't. There's no no management. There's no offensive management Mm -hmm. in his game. There's no checks. There's no. You can see it. You can see he gets the play and he fucking runs it and it and it doesn't work out. Yeah. So it's just like, that's not, I mean, it's the second year and he didn't get to, what what did he start four games last year? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. So obviously it's not, what were you saying? It was probably actually like two, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Even, even better for the point, you know, that we're trying to make here is that like, he's, uh, very inexperienced and will he learn along the way? Could he be a great quarterback? Yeah. He's got, he's, he's a very talented athletic quarterback, got a good arm, but like, can he make those adjustments? And and he hasn't yet. So you can see why you would just much rather have the older quarterback, the quarterback that learned from Tom Brady won a Super Bowl, kind of was on the team and uh, you know, you feel more safe. Well, it's funny. Once Tom Brady actually retires, Jimmy G will be the guy with the most rings in the NFL. Uh, <laughs> so, That's right. Not three or four. Uh, but one, one thing you mentioned about like the NFL being boring and stuff, like that's the one thing like I can appreciate about uh, college football, at least for now. Like once they expand to like 12 teams, it might be a little bit different. 
But I think about how in like two weeks, a likely 6-0 Michigan team and a 5-0 Penn State team are going to play. Michigan might be third. They might still be fourth. Penn State, with how things have gone today, might move up to nine or ten. Uh, but Penn State has a bye week next week. But in two weeks, they're playing, and whoever loses that game likely does not have a shot anymore. So the intensity that comes with, we're only six games in, but if you lose, you're fine. It's crazy. It's not it's crazy. In the NFL, you can go nine and eight and still squeak in and go on a run and win the whole thing. If you get a wild card, you get hot. Yeah. You're a Super Bowl champion. You could you could be. Hey, I'm sorry, real quick. Like it was it's Georgia one, Alabama two, blank, uh, Michigan four, Clemson five, USC six. Who's number three? Ohio State. No shit. I am an absolute idiot for not knowing that. I got a funny story for you guys. Do it. And I'm glad Mrs. Uppy is here for this one. <laughs> because we have all collectively talked about this happening multiple times on this podcast. Do you have any guesses as to what it is? I'm drawing a blank. I'm not. <laughs> I hate it because I feel like I should know, but I don't. <laughs> you should know. And, and when I say it, you're going to be like, oh, it's going to feel stupid as soon as you say it. Yeah. You're going to say no shit. Oh. Any, any, anything there? Did you have an accident? Anyway, this morning. Did you have an accident? What was that? This morning. I am getting ready. I'm already running late. I was having none of it today. So I was like, my choice running late. Like, I'm like, I'm taking my fucking time. If they want me to be right. okay when I get there, they're going to need me to take my time. So I'm fully dressed on Saturdays, little little back information on my dealership. We all wear like Jordans, Nikes, whatever nice shoes on Saturdays, right? Just for fun. And uh, so I'm wearing a pair of Jordan sixes, which are the hardest fucking shoes to put on and take off in the world. Anyone who's worn them. So I have, that's not when this happens. You would think maybe I'm like trying to pull it on. No, I have the shoes on. I'm like brushing my teeth, go to fart, doesn't doesn't work out how you would want it right. to work out right so now <laughs> i have to, and i'm already running late i already text my boss hey dude i'm running late like whatever mm-hmm. now i have to take these fucking shoes off again change and then put them back on it was it was the it was it was a shitty situation the pun shitty, I hope. <laughs> shitty situation <laughs> Oh, poor guy. I think it's been two times in a year, and I've never done it before. So I don't I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't like that the rate of this happening is going up that quickly. It's like it's happening quickly, and it's concerning. <laughs> so the worst part, like, <laughs> we can revisit this. That's fine. Um when I had my incident in Bakersfield, like, I mean, I was a bit older than you are now, which doesn't make it any easier, but like, at least you know, you know I'm at age. But the worst part for me in my situation was I did everything I, because I knew I was going to be taking a long drive. So I did everything I knew to avoid said incident. I'm like, I'm not going to, I didn't drink heavy the night before. I didn't eat, I 
explicitly avoided any spicy foods. Like I thought I was safeguarding myself completely from the situation and it still happened. But when we're driving home from Stash's house earlier, actually about a month ago, like uh, Labor Day weekend, like I spotted the area off the freeway on like uh, on the 99 PTSD. Like, this is Epi. That's where it happened. And like she's like <laughs> trying to do that nervous laugh like my mom would do. Like, I don't want to humor you, but what a fucking idiot. <laughs> I'm all excited too. <laughs> I have you have to own it. But I mean, so the circle back around to the kind of connected to like uh Brent Liberty from Idiotville and I going to the Penn State game last Saturday. <laughs> Um, because of said heavy drinking and the fact that we had Taco Bell, um, we could not make the entire three and a half hour drive in one shot. We stopped in a town called Clarion, PA. We hit up at McDonald's. It's the one person that we, we took turns because there's only one stall in there. And after we're done, like, uh, you know, we're kind of hanging outside the rental car. Brent, you know, Brent's a smoker. He was smoking. So we're just like making light talk. And uh, he was telling me, he's like, <laughs> and he's one of the funniest guys I know, honestly. Like, he has a great sense of humor. He's like, he's like, the hardest I've ever laughed at a podcast was listening to you guys talk about shit ears. <laughs> I'm like, yes, we accomplished something. <laughs> More people got to hear us, man. We we got some good stuff every once in a while. We do, we do. Because yeah. so, I because I, I told him I was like I I was joking and I was like you know like we don't have a Patreon, um, probably because we do only have like seventeen listeners. What the hell is a Patreon? It's where like people like to sum it up, where people could like pay us money for exclusive like content. Oh 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 oh. Oh, or good. Yes. It's like a website. Yeah. So they yes. might get I, okay. I, I know Patreon. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I told him like we've considered doing a whole podcast just retelling all of our shit stories for their Patreon. And I don't think based on how reactive that they would be terribly upset with that because <laughs> it apparently is a huge hit with those with that sense of humor. So yeah. I gotta well, remember me, the first one. That's what I got. Oh, I I remember it. Okay, no, no, we're good. <laughs> but I I do want to say something before we jump into actually talking NFL stuff. So like like I mentioned earlier, um, almost a hundred and seven thousand people went to that Penn State Central Michigan game last week. When it came to halftime, like literally, like the only thing separating me from the student section. The infamous like Penn State student section, which is like one of the most like loudest, sickest, sickest thing to see on TV, was a fucking handrail. Like at times when my elbow was on the handrail, my elbow was in the student section. Like we were like right fucking there. When it came halftime, like no one got up. Like we actually had to push our way out of the section to go get some food and soda. Um, so we were able, like, like all the things that were that would be a hang-up at an NFL game, like, oh, my gosh, like, we got to get out now before the lines get bad. No issues with using the restroom. Like, we got right out. Like, we got, like, a chicken strip basket with fries and a soda for 20 bucks. And then the craziest fucking thing, like, 
game got over. Like we stayed till like the last play. We didn't like hang out in the stadium any longer than we had to. Um, and I will mention as well, there were several NFL players at the game. Uh, the only one I really remember was uh, Pat Fryer, Pat Fryermuth, the tight end for the Steelers, which makes sense because he, you know, he went to Penn State. Steelers played Thursday night. He had time. Um, at the closest, him and I were. Maybe, <laughs> he had time. <laughs> he had time. At the closest, him and I were like maybe twenty feet apart. Um, anywho, we leave the stadium. Go back to the car, which probably feels like it's about a mile long walk. I kid you fucking not. From the time we got to the car to the time we got back on the freeway, maybe five minutes. No traffic on the freeway. Like, it was just amazing. Like, we've had issues, like, leaving others. Like, you would run into a little bit of traffic leaving the A's game where there's maybe 10,000 people there. Yeah. Oh yeah, one hundred and seven thousand people were there, and we were on the freeway within like fucking five minutes. Like it was just nuts to me. What an experience! Oh my god, I didn't know an experience like that existed. It's right. Like I'm excited to go back, knowing that I'm at least I can. Like that was my biggest worry in this whole thing was, I know how hard it can be, like leaving a Niners game or any name any professional sporting event i know how so so fi is the great game day experience inside the stadium they did so many things right with that stadium but holy fuck good luck getting out of there like it took us in inglewood like it's so congested there even when there's not an event like like like, because we parked we parked in uh what i think the orange lot like i did that on purpose like i parked on a lot with one of the browns colors by the time we got out and then like did like the whole square like around the oh what is it called the forum it took us like an hour to get basically back to SoFi Stadium like an hour just to get back to the stadium Oof. like it, it it sucked it just it just fucking sucked uh, so it's funny that you mentioned that so I went to the Kendrick Lamar concert on the tenth mm-hmm. so whatever twenty days ago. Called three weeks ago. Oh, three weeks ago, actually, exactly. So where we parked is where me and Mrs. Dodger always park. Wait, hold on. Come here. Come here. You don't have to say anything. Put your hand on the on the thing. There she is. <laughs> there she is. Um, so we parked in this little spot, which is like underground parking. Um, so if you're going to backstory, if you're going to a Suns game or a Diamondbacks game. Um, it's in downtown. There's no parking, mm-hmm. so you don't pay for park. It's not like the Colise. It's not like the Oakland Coliseum. It's not like any normal venue. But so we park in this one little parking garage, which is underground. We parked in the same one on that Kendrick Lamar concert when we were leaving. The line getting out. I mean it. It was. I mean it. It had to have been 25 minutes. Mm. Before we moved the first time. I'm not kidding you. Like, I don't know what level we were on or how much deeper this thing got. If a single pipe sprung a leak, we would have fucking drowned to death. Like, we would have been fucking dead. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, it was it was nerve Like, I'm not very claustrophobic, but, like, at that point, I was like, okay, I can see why this would be concerning for a lot of people. 
Right. <laughs> All you could see was just fucking cars, lines, mm. hear a honk every like three minutes. Honk. And you're like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? It was brutal. So that was tough. And it's tough to get out of Phoenix. Luckily, Phoenix doesn't really have big stadiums. Mm-hmm. This Kendrick Lamar concert was fucking packed to the tits. Right. Packed. And it, I mean, once we got out of the parking garage, we were like, oh, yeah, yeah, we can get out of here. Whatever. Right. <laughs> Not bad. But yeah, that was that was brutal. I don't think I've I think probably my worst. God, this is going to be a long podcast. I think my worst parking experience I've ever had. It was the first ring night at Dodger Stadium after they won in 2020. So this is 2021. It was against the Pirates. Mm-hmm. They won nine to nothing. Um, it wasn't even getting out. It was fucking getting into the stadium. No kidding. Oh my God. I didn't get a fucking ring. I oh. didn't get a ring. They give a ring to like everyone, but not me. Like it <laughs> took so long that like I couldn't get. And then dude, I had to park. I'm not kidding you. If I had theoretically speaking, if I had like a gun and I aimed at the stadium, it would yeah. land short. It was so far away. We okay? We good? We back? I didn't lose your audio the whole time, but is this? My, I, I hear what you're saying, but is this my internet or? Oh, you're back. It might be yours then. Um, no, the one I'm thing blame I, you on this one. I'm gonna think it's yours. No, the one thing I'm I learned with Zoom. One thing I learned with Zoom having it for work so much. If your picture is clear, but like the other pictures are frozen, then you're the problem. You're the problem. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I w- I was 100 percent the problem then. You want to know why? Because it happens to be all the time for work. Work. <laughs> <laughs> I blame I blame Mrs. Uppy. She was a problem on that one. Okay. Sorry. All right. Say. Can we talk some football? Sure. Yeah. So let me uh, speak of football. Um, one crazy thing uh, I, I did, as was shared, I got to see the Browns beat the Steelers on Thursday Night Football. I enjoyed it for a few reasons. One, my hotel was, was within walking distance to the stadium. So I didn't I could drink as much That's as I sick. want. I didn't have to worry about driving at all. Like I, I was so amped up even on only getting like an hour and a half of sleep in my car for my flight being canceled the night before. <laughs> I was concerned. I didn't know if you were going to make it. I was afraid, honestly. Like it, it took me taking the initiative to book my own fucking ticket on Priceline. Because like when I had a feeling shit was going to go bad, I went on Priceline while still on my first plane looking at what options I had the next day. Like what can get me to Cleveland on time from Sacramento? There was one flight plan, one flight plan, one flight plan only on Delta. And there was two seats left. As soon as American airlines told me we don't have access to their booking, we can't do it for you. I hung up the phone and I booked it my fucking self. Um, and then that triggered me sleeping in my own goddamn car. Cause like our bags were sent back to baggage claim which meant I had to basically leave the airport to get my bags, but there's no personnel at the airport at 12.55 in the morning. So I'm like, I don't want to sleep like in the whole ticketing area. So I just went to my fucking car. Um, hey, have you ever slept in, a, in an airport? I was ready to, um, but I had my bags. I'm like, I don't trust myself to fall asleep. Like 
and someone not to just take my bag. Like the person taking it doesn't know there's nothing really valuable in it, but I didn't trust my lack of trust in others was my issue. I'm sorry. Continue. Let's circle back to this when you're done telling your story. I had to say that so we could remember it. Okay. Because I have a sleeping story and it's really okay. good. So, um, so the game gets over 1130 midnight. Went back to my hotel. I'm still so amped from the game and the, the emotions involved. Um, I went to the casino. Because um, there's a casino that's owned by, I think, Dan Gilbert, who's the guy who's the head of Rocket Mortgage. He owns the Cavaliers. Um, <clears throat> even at like 2 in the morning, 1.30, 2 in the morning, there were still Browns fans and Steelers fans like all over the place. Like, who the fuck cares that it's Thursday night? Tomorrow's a work day. They were like shutting the city fucking down. And I saw no issues. Like Browns fans for the most part just treated Steelers fans like they were ghosts. Like we acknowledged their existence, mm. but we're not paying them any attention. Uh, I expected more, I don't know, for lack of a better jarring, more jarring, jarring a little bit. Like there's a Steelers fan right behind me at the stadium. We joked with him all night. We had a good time. Like his wife is a Browns fan, so he was cool by proxy. But um mm. yeah. So, anyways. You do have a uh, airport sleeping story, so yeah. So I didn't know if you've ever like slept literally in an airport. Um, so I got traded when I was playing hockey. I got traded to a a team. I was meeting the team in Denver, so I'm at the Denver airport, which is a weird fucking airport. So I have my hockey bag, and at this time, keep in mind, like my hockey bag and my sticks are like. That's my profession. That's my. That's how I make money now. That's what I mean, yeah. Yeah, and I have my a backpack and probably just a duffel bag with enough clothes to hold me over until I can get the rest of my clothes sent to me. Mm-hmm. So the the contact that I got that I you know got put in touch with was uh, he was like, yeah. So you're gonna the flight we can get you is. Uh, it must have been like right around midnight, if I remember, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit before. And so I get there and they're like, yeah, someone from the team, the earliest we can get there is 9 a.m. And I'm like, okay, like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. So I get to the airport. I remember, I think I got to the airport at like 2 a.m. And the Denver airport is huge. Mm-hmm. It's big, but it's weird. So, like, there's a lot of, like, offshoots of, like, the main, like, you know, lobby areas and all this stuff. And I have my fucking hockey bag, I again, filled absolutely to the extreme because when you get traded like that, everything comes with you. Not just your gear. Like, everything that is yours, they just throw it in your fucking hockey bag. Mm-hmm. So, I have, like, a 60 no, I mean, that's probably a little over the top but i have like a 40 pound hockey bag with me a group of like 12 sticks taped with me and then two bags which have like my person like everything i need and i had to like I, I remember i kept like i went off into this little offshoot because it was clearly posted no sleeping in the airport i'm like what the fuck am i what that's so right. stupid what am i supposed to i have to it's 2 a.m. I'm here till 9. Especially now they're a hub for like Frontier Airlines. It has to be. Yeah. 
Oh, yes. So like I go like, I swear to God, I I must have walked two miles in this fucking inside of this fucking airport to get to the spot that I got to. And yeah, I kept like sleeping, but like waking up, you know what I mean? Like kind of like that half-ass sleep, sleeping, waking up, sleeping, waking up. It sucked. Eventually I got picked up and got taken to the hotel. It was a lot of fun. It was a great trip. But keep in mind, like with like that whole like lack of sleep, because I subconsciously I knew like someone could just walk up and take something from me right now. So like when I was laying down, I had like my arm wrapped around this like, you know, um, handle of this and and this, you know what I mean? And I'm using like my head, like my hand as a pillow. So I didn't sleep very well. But also you're in fucking Denver. So like when you play sports in Denver, it it's miserable it sucks you can't breathe you get tired immediately it was it was brutal but that's my one time i've ever slept in an airport and i had to sleep there for like a while and it's it was it sucked if i was in a position where i could stay at the gate and it was just me and my backpack i was okay with that because i felt like that would be my fail safe and not missing my flight if i was there but I had to like leave the terminal to get my bag. And I'm, I'm not willing to like try to figure it out with my bag. Like basically your situation. I wasn't willing to try to work it out with my bag and my carry on and sleep in the ticketing area. So that's why I just went to my car. But I also learned that never underestimate the tiniest amount of sleep and how it can affect your psyche. Because like I was like so down because I'm like <laughs> I was like, I can still make it, but like, I was still pissed because I, I don't deal with change very well. But like, once I went on Facebook and complained that I'm tired, I just went to sleep because it's two in the morning. I fell asleep. Um, I essentially got three half hour naps consecutively because I fell asleep, woke up 30 minutes later, fell asleep, woke up 30 minutes later, fell asleep, woke up is 30 minutes later, 3.30 in the morning. All of a sudden, I'm like the most positive cheering motherfucker you've ever met in the world. But I got into the terminal at four for a flight that left at like six forty-five, and I just literally did about fifteen thousand steps. I didn't sit yep. once until I was on the plane because I'm like, <laughs> I'm happy. It's gonna be a good day, but I can't fucking. We sit. got it figured out. Let's no. let's walk around and not miss this fucking flight. And, and part of, the other part of it too was I had to zero in on one time zone. Because my mind kept wanting to jumble the two up and it was making it seem like it was worse. But I'm like, look, I'm not going to get there when I thought I was going to. Like, I, I had plans. If I was going to get there and I was going to be pretty wired and amped up, I was going to go to the Canton uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame and kill time. That oh, way. yeah. That, yeah, that's sweet. And then make my way up to downtown, check into the hotel. But that obviously got screwed. I was like, but you know what? Putting it in the time zone I'm in now, I'm still going to get there at like noon. For a game that doesn't start till 530, I'm still going to have time. Yeah. Um, and I did. Like, I got there. I got my car. It was cold as fuck, though. It was, like, it was rainy and windy and wet. I was outside literally, like, shivering. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm at a place. Um, but I got my car. And then I went to, uh, I was like, I'm in the area. So I drove by the Cleveland Browns headquarters in Berea because it's, like, five minutes from the airport. Okay. And I went to Walmart and got like a Dr. Pepper and some socks because I, <laughs> again, thinking I had plenty of time, I was like, I would just hit up Walmart and get socks when I get there. 
And then by the time I made it to the hotel, checked in, like I had plenty of time to do what I needed to do. It just wasn't the plan I thought it was planned. So anyways, since we're on the topic of NFL, tomorrow um, we're continuing on with week four. Um, so this is just us. I will update you on where we are after three weeks. Um, it's not pretty. Uh, Beardo's technically in the lead. Yeah, we'll see about he's that in, after this week. He's, he's at eight and eight. So the best we've got is someone who's 500. <laughs> 500. <laughs> Dodger, you and I are tied for second. We're both seven and nine after three weeks. And then uh, let's see. Stash and Chitty are five and 11 and Dirty Dan because he had no picks in week one. Mm. Uh, he's three and 13. So he's way behind. Ah, damn, that sucks. Hey, sorry. Before we move on. Real quick, I just remembered something about that story. Okay. What they told me was not that I would be picked up at 9 a.m., was that another guy who got traded from a different team's flight was going to get there at 9 a.m. So I met up with this guy mm-hmm. named Bryson Fisher. Super fucking awesome guy. Still a friend to this day. And um, I guess maybe I shouldn't have said his full name. But – well, is he anywhere? Can we like brag that you know somebody made it all the way? No, I don't think so. No, not not at this point. But um, he got there at nine a.m. and I think our 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 ride was going to get there at eleven. Oh, you were there. So for we that. had another two hours to kill. And this guy, me, I th- I was probably maybe twenty one at this point. And he's like. Uh, is anything open here? And I'm like, the bar. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, the fucking bar was the open. Bar so we drank, real. knowing this is our first day with this new team. We drank for two hours straight and then got picked up. <laughs> I remember drinking. I didn't remember how it happened, but yeah, I met him at 9 a.m. We introduced ourselves. He's like, hey, oh, that place is open over there. And I'm like, I look up, it's like whatever bar, and I'm like, oh, all right, let's let's do it. This might give me a little liquid courage for the game. So let's at least make yeah. you feel better for everything you've been through. Like I feel like if I were to have any decent airport stories, they probably all involve the airport bar at first thing in the morning. So yep. it was you awesome. know, it's kind of the airport bar to be there for you when you need it. Um there you yep. Go. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, so week four. Um, let's see. So the first thing on the schedule we have, we have the Browns at the Falcons, and that's me. So I get to go first. I won't get too long-winded about it. This has to absolutely be an offensive day for the Browns because I think just about everyone and their grandma is out for the defense. I don't think that's gonna be. I don't think Clowney's playing. Garrett's already been rolled out because he almost died this week. Um, we lost Walker Sr. Uh, during the Thursday night game last week. He tore his quad tendon. Like, I've never, like, I've watched my fair share of football in my life, been to several games. I've never seen somebody actually go down and not move, and that's what he did. Like, generally, sometimes they're in a lot of pain, and they, like, do normal things when you're in pain. Like, flail a little bit, oh. something. No, he went down. He stayed down. He did not move. Like he did not budge. He was just down, and he was. And on top of that, he had like the Steelers guy jumping on top of him for no goddamn reason. Just wearing uh, it. So 
I feel like the core of the defensive line is going to be out and uh, uh, tomorrow. Uh, the back seven seems, other than Anthony Walker Sr., the back seven seems to be okay. But we're going to have troubles getting pressure on, uh, I think, Mariota is the quarterback this year for the Falcons. Yep. Um, they're still hot garbage, but they're not like total, they're not a dumpster fire, but they're still kind of hot garbage. So I'm going to say the Browns are going to win, but it's going to be extremely close and they're just going to have to honestly put up at least 30 to do it. So if they win, it's because they hit 30. If they didn't, if they don't lose, it's just because they had no one to stop the offense. <laughs> but I'm going to go Browns 30 27. Uh, Stash went Cleveland 21 20. I'm going to stop telling Stash. Other than the last game went 21-20 for fucking everything because he's a lazy turd. Uh, Beardo. Now, Beardo claims that Mrs. Beardo made all his picks. That's a cop-out. Um, might be because uh, Beardo's pick is the Falcons winning 42-20. Um, Dirty Dan went Cleveland uh, 2013, and that leaves you, Dodger. I'm going to give you the first ever, I believe. First ever correct pick on the Up and Stash podcast. Meaning 24, score, score everything. Is it the, would it be the first? I believe that we have not had an exact score yet. 24-16 Browns. Okay. Uh, on shout out to you, by the way. You and I were the only ones who picked the Browns winning Thursday Night Football, so air high five. And then Chitty went Falcons 30 to 17. Next up, Dodger, we have uh, the Jaguars at Eagles. Jaguars are actually coming off in a fairly impressive looking day against the Chargers. The Eagles are now the lone standing undefeated team. So, what do you got? Sorry, say that one more time. You said the Eagles were what now? The lone standing undefeated team. That's what I. Oh, shit. Perfect timing. I know, Dodger just got sick timing. Tiramisu. Damn, that is not Tiramisu. Oh, yeah. All right. This is going to be a, a display of excellence from a team they call the Philadelphia Eagles. This is going to be a 37-20 to 20 win. 5-0. and 0, Keep riding the lightning. Okay. I'm going to enjoy a pot sticker now real quick. <laughs> Chitty went Philadelphia 31-10. I swear to you, I wrote my score down before you told me yours, Dodger. I went Philadelphia also scoring 37 points, but I have the Jaguars getting 13. Um, mm. okay. Stash has Philadelphia. Uh, Beardo went Jacksonville 25-17. And Dirty Dan went Philadelphia 30-21. The next game we have up... Uh, Chargers at Texans. Stash went Chargers. Beardo went Texans 16-7. Dirty Dan went Chargers 23-14. So uh, you're up next, Dodger. What do you got? This is a shit sandwich right here. It is. Um, This is weird. I think the Chargers win this game. I don't think it's going to be a pretty game at all, but still, is Justin Herbert's playing? I figure. I think he is, but he did not look good at all last week. Like, yeah, right. Okay. But there's never a chance that the NFL or any team involved would fucking give a guy a break. Um, Chargers 24 13. 
Chitty went Chargers 22-12. It's tough because because Herbert, obviously, with the rib injury, not looking good. I just saw earlier Keenan Allen's been ruled out. So that's another key offensive yep. player. Thank God I fucking caught that fantasy-wise, too. <laughs> I fucked that up week two on two of my teams. I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm going to take the safe bet. I, I am going to go Chargers, but I think it's just because their second string is still better than the Texans' first string. But it's going to be like 17-13. Uh, next up, I don't know if I want, I'll start with Chitty's pick next. So next up we have uh, Broncos at Raiders. Chitty went Raiders 27-24. And I, this one's as bad as Chargers at Texans because Vegas there is, is no correct direction to go. On there this isn't because uh, we talked about this pre-recording. Yes, the Broncos are 2-1. and one, But they are hot garbage as well. Uh, Russell Wilson is as cringe as he's ever been lately. Uh, <laughs> both playing and just a weird shit I've been seeing for brutal, like brutal cringe commercial. Have you ever heard anything this dangerous? Careful, it's spicy. It has fucking banana peppers on it. That's not spicy. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. I guess I, I think I'll be that guy though. I'm going to pick Denver to win 21-20 because I don't know. I don't know that – I mean, the Raiders are probably due if they're ever due, but they're 0-3, which makes me feel better. Sorry, Shady, but um, they haven't looked good, and neither has Denver. But <laughs> I'm going to go Denver 21-20. Uh, Stash went uh, Raiders. Beardo went Denver 14 nothing. I see. And Dirty Dan went Raiders 24-17, so that leaves you, Dodger. I'm sorry. Who was the home team here? Uh, it's um, Raiders, technically. Fucking damn it. Wait, what? What do you mean technically? Well, they're in Las Vegas. I don't think they have a home field advantage. Okay. All right. Thank God. I thought you were saying it was one of those games that's in like fucking Europe or something. No, but I think that is starting tomorrow. I think there was a European game. <clears throat> I, think I think it's like Baltimore and someone. It's Saints and somebody. Um, Saints and Vikings, I think is. Okay. That's where I got the purple from. Um, yeah. No, see, and I'm so glad that you said um, technically a home game because if, if you would have said it's in Denver, I would have picked Denver. But now that you say <laughs> it's in Vegas, I'm like, I still don't know who to fucking pick. Right. Uh, it's a Denver home game, but in Las Vegas. <laughs> oh, Hunter Renfro's out. Okay. Yeah. All right. Denver 17. Do you say 13 on yours? I I went 21 20. Oh, 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 that was la- okay, that was the last one. Okay. 17 13. Denver. Shit sandwich. Yeah. I went 17-13 for the Chargers-Texans game. I did do yeah, that. That's right. Um, next up, she's not a part of it, but I'll ask anyways. The Monday night game, Rams 
at Niners. You don't have to give me a score. Can the Niners win? Give us a score. Come on. <laughs> what, what what's the Rams? Um, they're two and one? Are they two and one? I feel I like they're, they're two and one. I think they're three and one. How is they have wait, 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 wait. no no no? I'm sorry. Two and I one. think they're two. Yeah. I feel like the Rams win. All right. She says Rams. Uh, this woman likes money. She bets with her brain, not her heart. <laughs> right. Uh, Beardo also went Rams 12 to 7. Dirty Dan went Niners 27. I want to say that's a 4, 24. Uh, Dodger, what do you got? 26 10 Rams. Okay. Uh, Chitty went Rams 35 13. You know, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for. I mean, the Niners have not looked great at all. I mean, they looked decent the time that we were there, um, <laughs> that one time, um, way back when, <laughs> way back when. I, I feel like Jimmy G does come to play. It's a regular season against Rams. I think he'll deliver. Um, so I'm gonna go Niners, and it's gonna be twenty-seven twenty-six because no one should rest easy on this one. And then Stash, also <laughs> Niners. And so our last game, which will be the week five Thursday night game, um, because Dirty Dan picked for the Broncos this year. Uh, the Thursday night game next week is the Colts at Broncos. Dirty Dan went Colts 13-10. Uh, Chitty went Colts 21-20. Stash went Colts 21-7. Beardo went Colts 24-12. And I'm really surprised. I'm not – again, I, I still think the Broncos are cringe as fuck, and they don't look good. Mm-hmm. But if there's someone who's looked even worse, I feel like it's the Colts. They have not looked good either. Like, Matt Ryan went from being, like, fairly good still to looking old as fuck. Like, I don't – He went from being respectable to, like, what the fuck is this? Is he, is he like – is he on the ARP side of TikTok with Stash already? Like, I don't know. Absolutely he is. Yeah. So I'm going to go Denver 24-13. Hoping that one of the two times I pick Denver, they lose. Because I don't want, I mean, I don't know. But <laughs> I think if there's a team that's actually worse than Denver, it's Indianapolis. So uh, I'm going to go Denver plus at home um, in the altitude. And that brings us to you, Dodger. Our last pick for the week. Who do you got? Colts at Broncos. Broncos 31-20. Perfect. Perfect. And then next week, when we have week five, it's only four games. So it's going to be super quick next week. Um, Well, perfect, man. Good to see you. Uh, Hope you get some rest. Um, Get rested. Uh, Go Eagles. Um, uh, they they are carrying the torch. That there's nothing that bugs the fuck out of me more than the arrogance of the seventy-two dolphins, um, the ones who are still alive. So now I'm putting a lot of hopes that the Eagles will somehow run with it. I mean, <laughs> I feel like they. I don't want to get graphic here. 
I'll take my dick out and run through downtown Phoenix if they win a fucking Super Bowl. <laughs> but I'm, I'm sorry, Mrs. Tubby, but I, the dick's coming out and I'm sprinting down the most crowded place that night because the Super Bowl is here. So I'm going to pick the most crowded place. Oh, okay. gotcha. I'm going to gotcha. paint my body green besides my dick so it's noticeable that it's out. I'm going to sprint right down the middle of the street. If they go fucking, what is it like twenty seven and zero now? Because there's so many fucking games, but yeah, whatever. Right back when the Dolphins did it, they only had to do like sixteen games, and fourteen of them was the regular season. Now it would take. Well, I mean, if you're undefeated, you'd have so to buy. 17, 18. Well, you still have to go twenty and zero. I think. it would it would have to be twenty at least. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if ever there was a time I was mad that the Patriots didn't win the Super Bowl is when they had the undefeated season. I'm like, you were this close to shutting those motherfuckers up. And you failed us, but pretty funny though. Pretty funny. It was still very catch on the idea. You know what I mean? (laughs) Of all people. Um, go Chad Powers. So anywho. Um you wanna know how quick the world works? That whole Chad Powers, Eli Manning, Penn State thing. Happened midweek. By Saturday, there's T-shirts at the stadium being sold for it. Um, I believe that, and that's hilarious. Right. So, anyways, Dodger, great seeing you. Get some rest. Have a great week ahead. Thank you, Mrs. Eppy, for lending us uh, your expert insight and analysis. Um, (laughs) And until next week, the three of us, we wish you all a good afternoon, good evening, and good night. You were caught in a lie, said it with your eyes Said to all my homies that you weren't even mine You didn't think twice, got a heart made of ice And that shit hit me, did me dirty I never asked why, and I never did cry I never told another how I felt inside my demons don't hide when I'm dreaming at night And I won't mislead you, you'll miss me Cause I don't give a fuck about you no more Give me bad melodies or I'm kicking down doors You weren't even pretty looking back and I'm sure You still miss me, that's so funny I don't give a fuck about you, you swore You would never talk about me before you lied Looking filthy in your ugly jean shorts You still kissed me, now shit's history I don't mind if we speak again